Namaste, Namaskaram, Vanakam, Namo Namaha, Jai Ganesha. Please visit our website at classicalyoga.org and there is a donate button if you'd like to help us out. Let's have a little serious fun today with words. Are you straight? Gay? Non-binary? What's your pro-noun? Obviously, in casual language, we can use words casually. However, there are times when obviously necessary to be very precise in our speech, especially when it comes to legal contracts and money, of course. Now, in the Hindu yoga dharma, Rishi Kalidasa, which is a wonderful legend of a man who, by his own efforts and the grace of Ma Saraswati and Kali, became a highly educated man. He didn't start out that way. He said, Vagarta vihiva sampriktao. Words and their meanings are ever united like a marriage. Huh? Think of the word marriage itself. It used to be between a man and a woman, but now that definition has extended out into something else. And the Saiva Hindu Guru Patanjali in his classic Yoga Sutras, which very interestingly, has been distorted almost beyond recognition. He also said, One enters into delusion, vikalpa, when they take word knowledge, sabdayana, devoid, sunyo, of facts, vastu. And it's important to note that it was the Hindus that came up with the numeral zero, without which life wouldn't compute the binary system. Even a word that is supposed to denote precision, we often use in a mindless, casual way, semantics. Meaning that someone is just using words in a very casual way or according to their own discretion. However, semantics is the science of word knowledge. Verbal language is an inevitable and wonderful way of communication around the world. And there are just thousands and thousands of languages. It's amazing that enough people got together and agreed on certain sounds having certain meanings. Of course, there's other forms of communication. There's body language, for example. And when it comes to language, there is a recognition that there are secular languages, such as English, and there are actually religious languages, like Hebrew, for example, or Sanskrit and Tamil. These are religious languages of the Hindus. A clear example of a total misuse of a word is today's yoga. Number one, yoga is of the Sanskrit language, in Tamil, yogam. And it means huge atman brahman cha, to yoke to one's atmana, and Brahman. And the way that Hindus do this, which is Atmadarshana Paramodharma, realizing their Atmana or soul, if you will, it's very different. We have to clarify that word also. And you can visit many of our podcasts for that. Hindus achieve this soulful Atmadarshana realization through living the Hindu yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical lifestyle of karma yoga and bhakti yoga and raja yoga and gyan yoga and hatha yoga and mantra yoga, japa yoga, nara yoga, natha yoga. So in other words, in today's casual use of the word yoga, the precision is completely lost and the 
original meaning is completely lost. Now let's get back to the title of this podcast. It's very interesting that when one goes to see a doctor today, there may be some very interesting new questions that are asked. For example, what is one's sexual orientation? Heterosexual? Homosexual? Bisexual? And on one form, next to heterosexual, was put straight. So does this imply that those that are homosexual are crooked? We can also look at the word straight, obviously in its very linear definition. And this would be in the religious realm, the monotheistic religions. And in the Eastern religions, especially the Hindu dharma, and the Sikh dharma, and the Jain dharma, and Taoism, and Shintoism, crooked becomes a wise recognition of the non-linear nature of life itself, the fluid nature. For example, this is why in Hinduism we revere Nagdevata, the snake. Mahadev Shiva actually wears them around his neck and body reminding us that this is the way life moves in a snake-like or wave-like pattern. Now, when a homosexual is defined as gay, does this mean that heterosexuals are not fun, are sad, unhappy? And today we have the category of non-binary. Obviously, a very confused mindset of inner personality and outer reality. Obviously, quote-unquote, outwardly we are either a male or a female. Binary. Though inwardly, there may be a non-binary in the sense that we all have personality traits, masculine and feminine. Now, in the Hindu Yoga Dharma, this is clearly explained in the outer fact that we are either a male or a female, for example, in Shiva and Parvati, or Vishnu and Lakshmi, or Radha Krishna, Sita Ram. But inwardly, there is a non-binary that we see in Hinduism, the coming together of the masculine and the feminine qualities within, in the form of Ardhinarishvara, half man, half woman, meaning that within us, which is actually our two brain hemispheres, we all have positive and negative masculine and feminine qualities. This inner and outer wisdom would help alleviate much of the confusion today. In other words, binary on the outside, either one or the other, male or female, and perhaps non-binary on the inside, recognizing one's masculine and feminine natures. However, this term, non-binary, can cause some confusion. If we look for a moment at the word binary, it means two or more. Non-binary would be one. So a non-binary person, would they not fit into one or the other? And interestingly, when it comes to 
a one linear point of view. This is closely associated with the monotheistic one religious viewpoints, which many in the non-binary movement would completely denounce. Of course, it is the binary system that makes life compute, in other words, zero and one together. When humanity was still stuck in Roman numerals, there was little growth or advancement. And remember, it was the Hindus that came up with the numeral zero, hence the binary system, without which we would not have any of our technology of today. Life simply would not compute. In other words, it is the binary system that makes life work. Now today, the term non-binary is really a misuse. They don't really mean one way. They mean there are multiple ways. So would not one then be a multiple rather than a non-binary? And being a multiple, hmm, multiple personalities, hmm, how we trip over into perhaps various psychosis, multiple personality disorders, hmm, you know, Bill Maher, who is always typically known as a very liberal person, has used his common sense and wisdom. He did a wonderful bit on YouTube that I would encourage everyone to listen to, entitled, New Rule Along for the Pride. So Bill starts off with a graph. 1% of the population defined themselves as LGBT prior to 1946. The Boomers, 2.6%. Gen X, 4.2%, Millennials, 10.5%, and Gen Z, 20.5%. So at this rate, by 2050, we'll all be gay. In other words, we're obviously seeing a trend here, which is exasperated by social media and the prolific use of cell phones and iPads. So he says, quote, it wasn't long ago when you asked a child what they wanted to be, you meant their profession, end quote. Now, he then points out that obviously we need to respect um, other people's lifestyles, but obviously not everything is about you, his words. So don't we see a tinge, if you will, of narcissism in much of these trends today? Just look at the trend, for example, of... Uh, buying expensive ripped jeans, the trend of everybody wanting to be a yoga teacher, yet having no clue that yoga is all about the Hindu religion. But these trends can have very serious ramifications because now they're experimenting on children with puberty blockers, etc. Here's where we need some adults in the room. In Bill Maher's words, quote, the prime directive of every teen is to do anything that would shock and challenge the squares that brought them up, end quote. And also he said, remember, quote, if kids knew what they wanted to be at eight, we'd have a world full of cowboys and princesses, end quote. And he also points out the regional aspect of these trends. For example, why are there very few LGBTs in Ohio where it's prolific on the east and the west coast. 
And again, this is where there has to be some adults in the room. And he points out the fact of helicopter parents who don't even let their kids do, go down the street without an EpiPen and a helmet on. He says, heaven forbid that their lips would touch dairy, but puberty blockers, okay. Talk about a nut allergy, end quote. So what's the bottom line on all this? Straight, gay, binary, non-binary, spiritual but not religious, for example. Well, we're all in this together, folks. We all have bodies. We all have minds. We all have emotions. And mightn't there be something behind that, too? The inner feeling and experience of love, which we all share. An inner experience of energy that we can put to good use or bad use. It's up to us. And also an inner light, if you will, a feeling of lightness. And also the inner light that illuminates our mind, wherein we have visions and imaginations and dreams. Let's recognize our outer gender, male or female. Let's also be cognizant of the multitudinous nature within us, our different personality traits. It might make logical sense to realize that whether we're a man or a woman, we can be analytical, logical, rational, thinking creatures, the more masculine qualities, and avoid becoming hard and crude and mean and intolerant, the more negative male qualities. And also incorporating softness and gentleness, intuition, creativity, our more feminine qualities. And avoiding the negative feminine qualities of being cold and indifferent, letting our emotions run away with us, erratic emotional highs and lows, depression, anxiety. From a Hindu mindset, we would say love, light, and energy, om. This are we with emotions, mind, and body. So when it comes to religion, spirituality, you often hear the cliche, I'm spiritual but not religious. Using logic, that makes absolutely no sense, since spirit and soul, the English words, actually refer to that which is not the body. So literally, no body can be spiritual. And religion is really about a religio or a relinking process, which essentially meant just trying to get our act together. We would say understanding that we are a body, mind, and emotions, and an inner essence, soul if you will, Hindus call it the Atmana, which means it's not the mind, it's inhabiting the body, mind, and emotions, and it is a pure experience of energy and light and love. So love, light, and energy, oh, this are we, with emotions, mind, and body. And when it comes to the various religions of the world, Makes a great deal of sense. If one is interested in this area, they don't have to be. You can just live a good life, be a good person. <laughs> Highly recommended. But if one chooses the religious life, recognize the different religions of the world and respect them. Don't mix them all together, jumble them together, which is actually a disrespect. Like today's so-called yoga, which is really all about the Hindu religion, taught by Hindus and not for a fee, if religion interests you and you were not born into one, or if you were and it doesn't fit you, do some research. Do a little comparative religious study. Visit people of different religions and find one that's comfortable to you. Just like a mountain. If you want to get to the top, find a path that's comfortable to you. And then 
step on it and do the hard work necessary to reach the top. We could look at this as our eternal life journey that we're all going through. And as Hindus, we obviously believe in reincarnation because there's just so much to do. We really can't accomplish it all in one life. So we're all in this together. So enjoy and enjoy. I in. Enjoy, we're meant to be. Love, light, and energy. Oh, this are we with emotions, mind, and body. And as Hindus, we always end with peace, peace, peace. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Now, in this podcast, maybe some of those in the LGBT community felt a bit offended. But there is obviously some very bizarre behavior going on on both sides. But isn't it interesting that those in the LGBT community do refer to themselves as queer? Why? Synonyms for queer are crazy, irrational, unbalanced, kooky, unhinged, bizarre, questionable. Whereas the antonyms to queer are normal, balanced, ordinary, reasonable, sane. So looking at the word sane, isn't that interesting? That when we say someone is unbalanced, we say that they're insane. Wouldn't it be appropriate to say somebody who's balanced is truly in? Sanity, and that an out-balanced person would be out-sane, or an unbalanced person would be out-sane. Ah, words and their meanings. Bhagartavihiva sampriktao, Rishi Kalidasa. Words and their meanings should be ever united like a marriage. And from the Saiva Hindu Guru Patanjali, Sabdayananupati Vastusunyo Vikalpaha. Have to be very careful because we can enter into delusion vikalpa. When we take word knowledge, Sabdayana, that's devoid sunyo of facts, Vastu. Sabdayananupati Vastusunyo Vikalpaha. So have a gay, happy day. Have a straight, committed, focused day. Respect the binary system of life, which makes life compute. And when it comes to the non-binary, be careful with establishing a one-way mindset. Know when to use straight-line thinking, common sense, observable facts. Know when to tap into the curvy, fluid nature. And also know when to keep our mouth shut. Om Tat Sat.